Shakata balido liya tabahasanta lagi. Ika tabado uzdebededeila. Sikata balado uzdebleketebeledi. Sendebele Korea tabasa talibara hadela. Kata bados nehetilambro korende behetigadalia. Zata vato boroko sevedinanda rabahashadietela. Shedetelia tolia kabatia. Malikoba zebededo liaka. Zanta labarodo uriketevanta labahasadieteleata. Zebelekedia tandaraba kuria tandaraba sandala hadalia Zebetelikaraba suntala bahadia kunanda bahada Rikete vanta basikala bahanta la bahadia tala Zebre kotorobobobobo sentelebedediata Rakata baraka sintarabahai la bahada Rekete vuriakata baria tonia kaba Zebre kunan zebrikitia baradia Iakatia bara Korea naman Santa Rabahadia Jabelokore bakuna nante bedia Rekete bratos kaba Rekele basuria tamahanta ba Jebrekete beleketuria nanta badia kalabahadia tab Oh Jesus Oh Jesus We welcome you tonight Ekabante Ekabante Lere kura kaika tamaranto kebedela wakoka wakokia kama sile pelelo krananza brato kotobea mantarabaka taila brako saba shelebelente lebelente belente belea likelebe suriata santo dikarama hailiata selebelento riakandarabakoriata silikiribilie kuriana manse bibikia jado jado maria kanunza brata ai 
Ikobata, Aikobata, Ikorente Kebedia. Zebelekina Marakuriete Mahatala. Zinana Nurie Kevaduya Katabadia. Akuria Kaburia Katanante. Etoma, Etoma, Etoma. Ebrarentos Kapariata. Sebrekurai Kata Brado Shaba. Lebrorenti Kiribiria Kuria Kata. Manso Rokoto Beleketina Namaranturie Kebahada. Oh, we welcome you tonight. We welcome you tonight. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord. Shalama Kuriata. Leprenantos Kibada. Ishbara Koryanamansada. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your glory, God. Thank you for your glory. All around the world, as you come in, just lift up your hands to a holy God tonight. Thank Him for all that He has done for these last six days and what He will yet do over these last four. This coming four. Thank Him that He is here with us tonight and that He has an agenda to be good to us. That he has an agenda to be rich to us. Ah, he has an agenda to be rich to us tonight. He has spoken. He has corrected. He has adjusted. He has promised. He has opened portals of glory. And these last four days, we step in to the new season of which he spoke. A new place where the rules change, where the rules that govern reality change. La Roma Kese Marco Kaba Adera Adima Rukuria Davadika Rabaika Rabadia Labadaya. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for opening the heavens tonight and pouring out your glory. For rending the heavens tonight and pouring out your spirit. God, great God. God, great God. Ah, amen, 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 ah, ah. Thank you tonight for the continued grace of migration. The grace for migration. The grace to journey. To journey. To move into you. Into purpose. Into Ikaria. For the marching orders this week to take our journey. Thank you for the departure lounge of the spirit is full tonight. Thank you for the departure lounge is full tonight. We check our bags. La Kunama, we board the flight into the new. We board the flight into the new. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you ishanada ishadavina kurada batiala i see men waving on the tarmac of a plane in the spirit hear me by the spirit i see a crowd waving on the tarmac as a plane departs lakunema hear me hear me i see a plane on the tarmac taxiing and i see a crowd waving waving nanto brekita baria kadaba many of us this week this coming season are about to leave in the spirit places that we have left in the natural for years are you hearing me you you, you left that city you left that school you you left that place in the natural years ago but by the spirit of grace you're literally about to leave it in the spirit you're finally about to be released from places and realms that you should have departed from a long time ago I know you left an abusive relationship years ago. Ah, but in the spirit you're leaving tonight. I know you left that place of contradiction and pain years ago. But in the spirit you're leaving tonight. We take our journey. We board the flight. We board the flight. We board it. We take off never to return the rules have changed the seasons have turned ah the cloud is shifting and we will move with it we will move with it anima kotabia kata salamutela anianamane manane thank you marching orders for the time has come when the dead shall hear the voice of christ and they which hear it shall live thank you lord for tonight we hear your voice we we hear the kumania kapatia the voice that calls us out of one realm into another the voice that comes prepackaged with the grace for migration the voice that commands obedience, commands alignment. That it shall be said of us. That like Abraham, we will command our houses after us. That the Lord may bring on us all that he has spoken. That we may enter into the economy of what has been provided. And so we thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you we bless you we give you thanks and glory ashamba aikoba alimorokotina marakatebela thank you thank you for monday thank you for tuesday Thank you for Wednesday. Thank you for Thursday. Thank you for Friday. Thank you for last night, Saturday. Thank you for today. Thank you for the days yet ahead. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Thank you for Pastor Fola. Thank you for Reverend Celia. Thank you for Apostle Femi. Thank you for my brother tonight, Reverend Austin. Thank you for my brother to come, Reverend Gideon. Thank you for all that you have said, all that you have released, all that you have orchestrated. We give you praise. We give you praise. 
praise 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 and lord even as we have asked every day and you have been gracious as your word comes heal bodies break yokes lift burdens transition men and women into the economy of your grace yes 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 lord take all the glory in advance for it is in the name of your holy son that we pray thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus to you be all glory all honor and all praise welcome everybody to night seven of the 2022 tabernacle of moses virtual camp meeting what a journey we have had what an effulgence of the grace of god we have been exposed to God has been better to us than we could have been to ourselves. And it is to him that we ascribe all glory, all honor, all might and power. Uh, we have had some of God's finest with us on this journey. Pastor Fola Olaoye, Reverend Celia P.J. Collins, and last night my brother apostle femi adun you know i managed to sneak in somewhere along the line and you know and, and do a couple of days as god gave us grace and now we have squarely moved into the second half of this great feast and tonight god has sent us help god has sent us strength and god has sent us a word and a messenger um I am I I am very particular very that's what I'm looking for now very protective over those that I consider covenant brothers and sisters in the Lord because I don't have many of them I don't make covenant relationships lightly uh, and I prioritize character and private personhood over gifting and public persona uh and in his goodness over the years, God has seen it fit to bring quality men and women into my life with whom I don't just do ministry, but I do life. And so you see a person on this pulpit, especially they come back more than once, you know that they are a person of whose character I am proud to be associated with. Uh, but beyond that, I honor the, the gift and the grace of God upon their lives. Um, it's one of the things that God has been faithful to bless me with an ability to distinguish between my friend slash brother or sister and God's servant between the personal relationship and the office of the spirit even with those who would be called quote unquote sons and daughters I know the difference between my son and God's servant when he or she is standing in that office and tonight I present to you that God has sent us a prophet God has sent us a prophetic office God has sent us a man whose ears and mouth are no strangers to the word of the lord 
And so I ask that you listen with rapt attention. I ask that you open your heart and that you prepare to receive the word of the Lord at the mouth of the Lord. And before I hand over to him, a quick reminder, the next year, 2023, by the way, shout out to our, um, for those of you who are not aware, today was our end of year Christmas party, do whatever it is in Kingdom Culture, at least Kingdom Culture UK. And so in London and in Sheffield and Nottingham, we had people gathering uh, to eat after the service literally as soon as we finished while the service was going on they were all gathered ready for the word to end so they could jump into the food i saw the pictures and the videos uh, and many of them are still at those uh cluster gatherings right now so if you are at any of the, the christmas party gatherings connecting tonight give the lord a shout of praise let's know in the in the content uh, the comment section what you've been eating so we can be jealous but also make room in your stomachs for the word of the lord tonight and so next year our word is government governance and governing it's the word for the year it's also the uh, the theme for the summit in november uh, because god has birthed children and now he wants to give sons to society to areas of the kingdom and the world around us and we are taking this time at the end of this year to make sure that every dealing every season Every transaction, every agenda that heaven has for us has been correctly and adequately addressed because sufficient for 2023 are the transactions, the dealings, the instructions, the rebukes, the blessings thereof. We, 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 we don't want to have to carry any course over into the new year. And that's why we take this time every December to make sure that we leave one year having completely done justice to all that heaven intended that year to hold and to bring uh and also as usual if you want to give the details on your screen now they will be in the video description we encourage you to respond to the lord as he directs you it is scriptural it is biblical Alrighty, and so with no further ado i want to bring to you the husband of one wife my sister a father of three amazing children a shepherd and a prophet to a congregation called uh, the remnant christian network in lagos nigeria but above all my friend my brother uh my 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 covenant uh partner in life and ministry please make welcome to tabernacle of moses 2022 virtual camp meeting the reverend austin john Ukbore. all the way and uh, i would say lagos but all the way he's actually in ghana in uh in west africa on an apostolic assignment but he's made the time to be with us this evening apologies his video may come in and out he's in an area where the re uh, the reception is not the best uh but he's here with us he's live and direct and it's almost a good thing that you can't see him clearly because he's so handsome that he would uh put me to shame so i think the video being grainy is balancing the equation between his face and mine so i don't look like a houseboy beside him brother welcome thank you so much for being with us over to you hey thank you so very much brother it's good to see you again Likewise. so not in uh in your body but uh not in the flesh but the spirit in, in your body <laughs> on the camera <laughs> yes sir praise the lord hallelujah so 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 good to be here brother thank you so much for all that you do for us for the body of christ um we pray that you will see the fruit of your labors in the lives Amen. of humanity in Amen. Jesus' name. 
Amen. Um, I know that this is this is uh, a fasting and praying season titled the Tabernacle of Moses. Um, I just I just want to share something with us that I sense the Lord will have me share, and that we will take up seriously in the place of prayers, so that as sons and daughters of the kingdom we will not find ourselves um, stressed. Okay, Reverend Gideon is already laughing at me. Maybe yes. because I said that, uh, <laughs> maybe because I said uh, it's good to see you again, but uh, not in not in flesh. Yes. Not in human see. flesh, but in yes. uh, voice and, and uh, on camera. Praise yes. God. Reverend Gideon, you're welcome. So, um, Thank you so if much. You, if you, yeah, a, a couple of things I just want to share with us uh, because this is the season where the year is winding down and there's so much agitation, there's so much pressure here and there and everyone wants to know what God is saying or what, um, what, what, um, what have I not been able to achieve, what have I achieved and all of that. But in the midst of all of that, there is a caution I, I want to us to work with as Christians. I, I want us to start um, by saying uh, a very big thank you to my own sister, the uh, the wife of my brother, and the two arrowheads in that house, um, Doctor and Pastor Joker. Thank you so much for your service in the kingdom. May the Lord continue to bless and keep you. In Jesus' name, thank you for always checking on me. But um, I'm a bit jealous now, though. You've switched allegiance. You are now always with my wife. You have abandoned me. So please, change up. Amen. Psalms 105. Uh, you know, this is home, so I love to be a bit playful. All right, Psalm 105 from verse 16. Uh, can you can we hear me good because i'm seeing a flyer there can, if you can hear me please reverend israel let me know at, at any point you can't hear me let me also know so that i can we can hear you loud and clear oh good good yeah. good 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 thank you so psalm 105 christy i gave you my scriptures already so if there's a way you can Put it up on the screen for me. I will really appreciate it. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. So this is uh, um, it's a season of prayer and fasting. But look at what we have here. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He break the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and they let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senator's wisdom. What I want you to see is, I read all of that because I wanted you to get the context and I wanted you to get the flow. 
but I want you to take note of verse 16, um, which is, moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He broke the whole staff of bread. The question here around Israel is, who called for the famine? If you read from verse, um, if you start reading from where the scripture said, he suffered no one to do them wrong. Saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You will know he was talking about the Lord. So when you saw the famine and you saw you, you saw the dream that Pharaoh had, um, it, it, the question here is, who sent the famine? And what? why was that famine sent? What was the strategy behind the famine? The 21st century word for that word, famine, is recession. So, I am speaking to you on what I call famine. The posture of the believer. God initiated that famine we never knew. When the whole drama was going on in Genesis... When it began with the dream of Joseph, when Joseph had that dream and called his father, called his brothers and told them, brothers and sisters, I've had this dream. We never knew that that was an introduction into what God was doing behind the scene. We never had an opening into that behind the scene operation until we got to this book of Psalm 105 that we now saw that God was the brain behind recession. We know that recession is a cyclical thing. Recession is a global cyclical thing. We like it or not, the world must go through that cycle. And in my own understanding, um, a little study of that matter, I know that most of the time, the cycle of recession is within a decade, 10, 10 years cycle. 10, 10 years cycle will depend on the, the country where you are planted. So as a Christian, you will need to, as a Christian planted in the UK, as a Christian planted in America, as a Christian planted in South America, where we are, we just saw that um, for the past 20 years, for the first time, a South American country is winning the World Cup. So two seasons of recession in terms of global football recognition have just ended. Today, that famine has come to an end. If you are with me, say amen. If you, are, if you are a football fan, say amen. And if you are not a football fan, say Reverend Austin, we are with you. All right? So Reverend Austin, we are with you. I know, I know you will say that one. I know, I know. I know, I know you don't watch football. All right. So you see the cycle going on. And then God is the one that called for this famine. Now, Reverend Israel, why will God intentionally do this? What is the strategy behind God calling for a famine? What is the strategy behind God calling for a recession? Every time there is a recession. Remember I said, Famine, the posture of the believer. Every time there is a famine, 
every time there is a recession it means god is about to unveil new set of influencers from the kingdom never forget that every time there is a famine every time there is a recession if the believer has the right posture it means god is about to unveil new set of influencers from his kingdom it means power is about to change hand it means god is raising new financiers it means god is raising new kingdom sponsors it means the headquarter of his current emphasis is about to move there is about to be a translocation the locate of what he's doing is about to change so he called for this family and when he called for this family Christy, give me that scripture again let me pull out something from there uh before we proceed he called for this famine, and when he called for this famine, there was one man that was the target. All right? There is one man that was that target. One simple, one singular man whose name is Joseph. But you would have thought that this global famine was the season where everybody is going to begin to cry that, oh no, um, we are in trouble, famine is here. And when this famine came, he broke the whole stuff of bread in other words this farming targeted the economy of nations the economy of nations now are you with me this evening and you have said that what have i really achieved in this year beyond what you have achieved this year what i'm sharing with you is that you need a posture in this season you need a posture in this season where the economies of this world are not are no longer predictable. Where we are not able to say that um, if we put in, um, if we inject this amount of money into the economy, we are going to bounce out of inflation. You see, the forecasts are no longer gelling up. The forecasts are no longer meeting up with the day-to-day -day reality of the economy therefore the believer must now begin to look inward must begin to look into god and begin to draw his or her strength so in that day when god called for family he broke the staff of bread when he broke the staff of bread hear what he said he sent a man i said to you that every time there is a cycle of global recession just know that new sets of influencers are rising you must have that posture you must have that belief structure in yourself when i say in yourself i i i mean in what the lord has said to you this season is the season where your posture will be based on what god has said let me share a testimony with you you know last year was it last year i was in i was in in just when the lord spoke to me clearly and said to me that the year 2022 is going to be the year of stupendous well and we came into 2022 there is recession there is all kinds of things do you know it is in the midst of this recession that the lord said to reverend gideon begin to build and reverend gideon began to build for Reverend Gideon and Fortress Ministry to begin to build in that season, they will have to go beyond. Think about 
the economy of Nigeria, think about the economy of the world, think about what is going on. They will have to operate beyond it. And how will they operate beyond it? The word of the Lord. The word that the Lord said to him, it is in this year that I want you to build. And when they began the building, Reverend Israel, they didn't begin the building because they had 100 million in their account. They didn't begin the building because they had one uh, um, um, one million pounds in the account. They began the building because there was a word that came that said, buy land now and go into building. There is an attitude, there is a posture that we must have in this season. Now, I know we are fasting, I know we are praying to God to say that everything that we have and everything that you have promised us in this year, we are willing and waiting to download everything. But I'm telling you that beyond downloading what is remaining or what is left for the year, there must be a posture that we have. Because I am saying this to us, that the economies of the world are about to be hit again in the year 2023. That the economies of the world, the statistics of the world, are about to be dealt a blow again. Therefore, every Christian must have a posture. Every Christian must have a position, and that position should not come from the forecast of the economy. Just, you see, something happened to us in Lagos. We've never seen rainfall happen to us in the, in the month of, in the end of September even into October. Normally, the rains begin to abate towards the end of August. So forecasts didn't work this time around. Predictions didn't work this time around. So there are predictions going on. If we inject this, there, are, there is a minister that came, didn't stay, didn't stay in the office for too long, and the moment it was, um, um, I mean, all the all the unrest came and everyone was already nagging people were talking the next thing is she stepped down right somebody is there now there will be a lot of different things happening but i want you to see this in a positive light that god is the one calling for some things for your sake that there are things heaven is calling for because he wants to unveil somebody from kingdom culture he wants to unveil somebody that is tied to the ministry of kingdom culture he wants to unveil new sets of people and until we see that god is the brain the master stroke behind that family we would never know that we needed the posture now what was the posture of joseph you know everything that had happened to joseph the scripture said god sent a man before them even joseph who was sold for a servant whose feet they hurt with fetters they hurt his feet with fetters have you been hurt by fetters before have you been tied i was speaking to them yesterday here and i said to them if we should bring out the cv of joseph will you employ him before he was made the prime minister and they say, what's your CV? Please, Reverend Israel, will you adopt that guy as your mentee? Will you even say, okay, 
you you worked in a, in a corporate setting before you came into full time if you saw joseph cv will you give him a chance will not naturally is a not naturally wouldn't you say this guy is a is a felon but in the midst of all of that the bible is saying to us that god is the one that orchestrated all of those operations god almighty is the one walking behind the scene bringing this guy into those kind of experiences such that when you read his cv what you will see are calamities upon calamities and betrayers upon betrayers but god called for the family he was sold into slavery one of the things you will read that stood out in his cv is that he is an is a jew who was sold into slavery and was accused as what as a rapist sent into the prison these are the things you will read on his cv you can't employ such a man but the scripture said to us that when the word of the lord tried him you see reverend israel what i want to bring from there is there are some of us that yes we have prayed we have willed we have we have we have trusted but it might just be that this season is one of our trying seasons and that trying season is not temptation but test that the word of the lord is testing us testing our level of compliance to instructions testing our level of, of compliance to submission testing our level of compliance to obedience testing our level of compliance to details that god is giving to us as a people that are we willing and are we submitted to his government and to his structure so god called for a recession because he wants to exalt some people now to the crux of the matter one of the deadliest famine that i don't want any of us to experience because if we experience it then we are dead before i begin to bring out the postures that we must have when we begin to see these things play out in our time amos chapter 8 verse 11. christy help me with that scripture amos chapter 8. uh i hope i'm correct with amos 8 11. Amos 8:11. Behold, it is come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land. So God is sending a famine in the land, Reverend Israel, not a famine of bread. You know, in the other famine, he broke the staff of bread. Right? He broke the staff of bread in that famine where he wanted to mm. unveil, he wanted to unveil our brother Joseph. But this one said that, behold, a day is going to come that the Lord again will send famine. Look at this. So it's the Lord again that will send famine. I want everybody in kingdom culture and every follower of kingdom culture to read and take note of this scripture. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will. Who is the I will here? God mm. Almighty. Send a famine in the land. 
not a famine of bread. So if the order unveiling was to break the staff of bread so that I can bring somebody that will bring bread, Reverend Israel, is now bringing yeah. another famine that it is not the famine of bread. There will be bread. How many of you want to make money? You will make money. How many of you want to earn good salaries? You will earn good salaries. But to what end? Not a famine of bread. This famine mm. is not a famine of bread. So you will have good life. You will go vacations. You will go vacationing. Not, the, not, not, <laughs> not, not, not a test for water. You see, it's not water. You can afford all kind of wine, assorted wine that you want, red wine that makes the heart merry, red wine that heals the heart non-alcoholic wine anything that will quench your test will be made available for you everything that will quench your test will be made available but of hearing of the word there is something called the famine of not reverend israel i used to read this scripture before and i say that it's the famine of the word it is not the famine of the word it is the famine of the hearing the hearing the hearing of the word because you see most of the time when we come into God's presence, when we come into meetings, we already have our own preconceived desires. We already have our own preconceived interpretation of scriptures. All right? Or um, I don't know if it used to happen to some of you who are listening to me. When you come into a meeting and the message is going, you say things like, oh my God, how I wish, Pastor, um, how I wish grace is here. This word is for her. Arrogating what God is saying in the meeting, you are not applying it to yourself you are arrogating it to somebody that is not in the meeting. The farming of the hearing of the word. What is the danger? What is the implication? How, 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 do, how are we being built up? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So this scripture is saying to us that the farming that will happen is that of the understanding of the word. Reverend Israel, there will be bread. There will be wine. And these two symbols here in the New Testament are very powerful elements in the New Testament. Bread and wine. Was it not bread and wine that makes um, 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 bread and water? Was it not bread that was offered um, to us as at the communion table? Was it not the word that we will we come into we will come into a washing by the word but if the, the, the reason why these things will be scarce is because we have refused to heed the word of god we have refused to heed the the teachings the doctrine of the word so he said there will be a terrific famine for people who want to be bless me bless me people People who want to only meet their desires, meet their hunger with regards materiality, with regards physical things, it's going to be in abundance. But what will be lacking will now be the hearing of God's word. Now, this is the caution I am bringing before we begin to go into the matter. Because you will see that, Reverend Israel, when we go back, Christy, go back to Psalm 105 again. Let me show you why the word of God is critical. Because you see, in that, in for, for this, our brother, in verse 19, he said, until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him, Reverend Israel, the word tried him. 
if you are dull of hearing in the day the word will try you you may fail the standards you may fail the quality assurance the quality control that will bring about the reward system of heaven to you in the day that the lord will remember you and say today let us pour out a blessing i hope you will not fumble i hope you will not be weary you will not be tired of doing good i hope you will not be tired of service there is a scripture i would like to show you in the book of luke a digression from what we are doing from what i'm doing into that part of the bible i i want to show you something let me let me let me let me bring it out i think luke chapter one um the story of elizabeth i want to show you something from that story lord please take me there luke chapter one i am gabriel i stand in the presence of the lord where is that scripture Uh, that should be Luke chapter 1. Yeah, I'm almost there. I am Gabriel. Is it? Is it Luke chapter 2? One second. Is it Luke chapter 2? Where, 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 where the angels stood with him? Luke chapter 1, verse 19. Yeah. Verse 19, thank you. So let's back up. Let's go up a little bit. I want to show you something. Go to go to verse five quickly from verse five. Luke one from verse five. Thank you, Christine. I just want to bring. I want to show you something about postures. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the cause of Abia, and his wife was a daughter of Herod, and her name was Elizabeth. So, man of God, these two people are from a, a priest, a priest, a priestly clan. The man is a high priest, a certain priest named Zacharias of the cause of Abiata. All right. But here it says, and his wife was a daughter of Aaron. So you see, this girl, this is wife is a daughter of the high priest, Aaron. All right, she came from a long genealogy of priesthood, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before the law. Please mark the word righteous before the law. These guys are not wicked before the law. These guys are not insane before the Lord. These guys are righteous and the bible declare when the bible declares a man righteous it means he has a quality standing before god without inferiority complex it means that these people have divine relationship with god they have fellowship with god and they were not that and he was not that and she was they were both righteous so it wasn't that the man was serving the lord and the woman was not it wasn't that the woman was serving the lord and the man wasn't these people this husband and wife both were righteous before god look at this walking walking not walking walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the lord 
blameless. Reverend Israel, these guys were blameless. I'm taking my time to do this. These guys were blameless because there are times that we come under the pressure of 2022 is going and I have nothing to show for it. These guys were blameless. They are workers in the kingdom. They are righteous people. Look at the rendition of seven. If you are the one, what will you say? And they had no child. Reverend Israel, they are priests. They are from the priesthood clan. They are not from a family where you will say altars have been raging. Is somebody with me tonight? They are not from a place where you say, oh man, I'm from Delta State. I'm a first generation Christian. No, that's not the case here. Oh, I'm from, uh, I'm from Ijebode, or I'm from France, and there are, um, I'm from the Netherlands. And you know, from the Netherlands, we have mountains with, surrounded by gods. No. These guys here, Christy, are from a priesthood genealogy, a spirit-filled genealogy, a genealogy that represented God from all generations. And the Bible said, and it came to, uh, and the Bible said they had no child. Why? The reason is because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well, my brother. They are now well streaking in years but this is not what i want you to see you've seen their cv first and then you have seen that they said they loved the lord they kept his commandments they walked in the ordinances of the lord they were blameless when you are going to punch them look guys these men and women give me your ears tonight people this man and woman when you call for a meeting they don't say that they are tired when you call for meeting, they are not saying that I'm appreciated or not. When you, whatever you do, there is a posture that they have. I'm talking about Jesus. The posture of the believer. There is a posture in the life of these people that serving the Lord, do you know how many people gave back in their ministry as priests? Do you know how many Reverend Israel, do you know how many goats and sheep they've consumed in their house as husband and wife? Do you know how many eggs, baskets of eggs? Do you know how many bags of maize? You know all of those things that they used to, to come and dedicate children in the temple? You know how many they have received? You know how many people have asked them questions? When are you going to have your children? The Bible said they were both well streaking in years now listen to this verse 8 and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before god in the order of his course according to the custom of the priest's office his lord was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the lord reverend israel i hope you know that in burning incense this guy is not permitted to talk about barrenness of his wife oh this guy goes into the temple to burn incense but cannot speak to the lord because his labor his job his duty is to look away from his own needs and look into the needs of the children of israel how why did i say that if you read down you would notice that when he was inside the people were waiting for him to come out so this guy 
is not a priest that burn incense in the outer court. He burn incense in the inner chamber where where the Shekinah glory of God is. Yet he could not for once say to the Lord, "What are you saying? I have been barren. My wife has been barren. There is no child." The scripture said he went in as his custom as the custom of the priesthood office is how did he go in his lord was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the lord brothers sisters this guy going through barrenness yet being steadfast in god how many of us can go through these challenges how many of us can say the year is winding down regardless of what it is i will hold on to god that is the attitude of a believer that is the posture that a believer should have regardless of anything i am going to stay in my duty post rev the bible said this man stood in his duty post i have children i will be there i don't have children i will be there and the cause and my duty says that i shouldn't speak i shouldn't say a word And according to the custom of the priest's office, his Lord was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Now watch this. Almost two of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son and thou shalt call his name john thou shalt call his name john in the midst of all of these challenges he never said oh no i don't feel like going into the temple people have been asking me questions when will i have children and look at it i don't even have anything to show i don't have anything to prove all the service for many years my wife has my wife has entered menopause me i have got into menostop my body is weak reverend israel wanted to say something no i said meno rewind meno rewind my brother it's menopause now is that god is a pause not it's not a stop <laughs> so if it's a menopause you can you can easily bring the remote and play it right so 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 that's that's what we see here uh, we see that we see that this man had an attitude the vibe the body language everything the communication was that of regardless of what happens i'm still going to be with the lord now this is a little digression i wanted i wanted to bring to to us as the Lord just whispered it into my spirit, that one of the reasons why Zacharias was able to excel was because he never allowed his challenges to rob him of serving the Lord. He never allowed his challenges to rob him of his spiritual routine. Because you will see that here, it's a routine. It's a routine. So he never allowed his challenges affect affect the routine he has as a priest. How many of us have been angry with God? How many of us have been disappointed at many plans that we never saw hashed according to our timelines? 
So the famine of the hearing of the word, you see this man defiled it. He never allowed that to happen in his life and ministry. And the scripture said that they were blameless in keeping with the commandment and the ordinances of God. Praise the Lord. So we must avoid in this coming year, I, I tell you the truth, the farming of the accurate word of God is one thing that is already going on. We must, we must, we must, hey people, labra hasifledila. We are coming to the days where, where you see genuine ministers of the gospel. You will do everything to hold your hands. You will do everything to encourage them. Because in this day and time, the scripture says that many people will heap up teachers for themselves. Why would they heap up teachers? They want people that will tell them it is well when there is danger. They want people to tell them that you are going to make it when they are living in sin, when they are wallowing in iniquity. So if you have a genuine minister that can look to your face and bring correction and challenge you to grow and challenge you to stretch, this is the season where you must encourage them because it's in their mouth that the true word of God lies. The scripture says, for a long time, Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without the law this is the order wherever you see the farming of the word it is not the farming of the hearing of the word most of the time it's not because there are no accurate teachers it's because people have heaped for themselves men that are naysayers men that are the pleasers of men and not the pleasers of god men that are not interested in bringing reward and profit to god men who have turned their belly to their god but the scripture said that that famine on that day will not be the famine of bread. It will be the famine of the hearing of the word. So if you hear me clearly this evening, I'm saying to you, you must tremble at the accurate word of God. You must tremble. When you hear the word, Christy, give me Isaiah 66 from verse 1. You must tremble. I'm going out of my note completely. Things, a lot of apertures are opening up in my heart. Give me Isaiah chapter 66. Sorry, I know I didn't give you that. 66 from verse 1. Now I can't see the verse 1 very well. But thus says the Lord, the heaven is mine and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye built unto me? And where is the place of my rest? Reverend Israel, heaven belongs to God. The earth is food stretches to. He said, but where is the house that you have built for me? And where is the place of my rest? Heaven is too small to contain me. Earth is too small for my leg to land. So I'm looking for a resting place. For all those things had my, had my hand made. And all those, all those things have been, says the Lord, but to this man. So you see, the resting place for man, for God, is man. Man is strategic. It is to this man will I look. I am looking for the place of rest, Reverend Israel. Just as you are looking for a place of getting everything that I have promised you, I am also looking for a place of rest. 
and um, my 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 abode my abode is with a man but not just anyhow man there is a quality that i'm looking for in this man there is a quality if i cite it i will unveil myself to this man if i cite it this man will know my secrets because it is whom the father loves that he shows things to it is he whom the father loves that he reveals himself to so he said it is to this man but to this man will i look even to him that is poor and contrite in spirit number one and number two that trembled at my word i know we have looked at what it means to be contrite i know i mean blessed are they that are poor in the spirit they will see god if you want to see god you need to be poor in the spirit right and the sacrifices of god are not bulls they are not rams but a contrite and a broken spirit you will not despise god never despises a broken spirit a contrite spirit a man that is humble but beyond humility we are talking about trembling at the word of god my god the believer must have an attitude around the word of god you see this is one of the reasons why the lord is challenging us today that when you see a genuine man of god a genuine man of god that is willing to challenge you in the pathway of scriptures that is willing to allow line upon line come to you precept upon precept come to you i tell you the truth my brothers and sisters embrace those kind of men they are not many again men that will look into your eyes and bring the accurate word of god without looking at you regardless of how you feel they bring the word to challenge you and to ensure that they, they push you forward by the convictions of scripture the bible said that this kind of people god looks at them he 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 doesn't marvel he warehouses them he, they become his warehousing place where he can rest he's no longer going to say he sits in the heaven and his feet uh i know those are metaphors but i'm just bringing literal interpretation of that scripture but it's a metaphor and i don't have the time to work that metaphor for us talking about the heavens as his throne and the earth as his footstool right i will just show i would have shown you those metaphor but that's not where i'm going today i'm going at the trembling at his word when you hear prophecies how do you receive them when you hear words of instruction how do you receive them when you hear words of teaching how do you receive them let me be audacious to say when you even hear words of rebuke how do you receive them when you hear words of encouragement how do you receive them are you the kind of person that says just encourage me i know the bible say what you need to say please and let me get out how do you respond he said to the man that trembles at the word those are the men he will look at those are the men that will become his resting place because the question here is reverend israel he said where is the house that you have built unto me in other words these places are mine i have built everything but i'm looking for the house that you have built unto me that's one and number two when you build that house i am going to now rest where is the place of my rest number one we know that all man is the builder of a house but god is the builder of all things 
And when we talk about building is uh, you need architectural design, you need um, engineering design, you need you need all kinds of design. What does that what does that point to? It points to the fact that nobody starts a building without having an accurate picture of what he wants to achieve. So building talks about intentionality. In our work with God, we must be intentional. It talks about intentionality there because you already have a picture of the building before you began. Who is it that we, among you that we go into building without first counting the cost? You don't start building, you count the cost. So that when rain come, when flood come, and when wind come, I think I've taught that when I came. I said when the rain, when the when the rain comes, it comes to test your covering. When the rain comes, it tests your covering. When the wind, um, when when the storm comes, it tests your structure. And when the wind comes, it tests your foundation. These three things will be tested. How, how much of God's word do you revere in your heart? How much of God's word do you tremble at? So God says, these are the men I will look at. So you will see that this is what happened in the book of Zechariah chapter 1. The, uh, I say Zechariah chapter 1. In the book of Luke chapter 1. That this guy, when he received the word of God, he had waited so much, Uncle Israel, that he took his mind off that issue of childbirth. When the prophet was speaking, when the, when the angel was speaking that your wife Elizabeth will have a child, he said, how, how come? Oh God, I don't serve now, where, where? I mean, I don't, I've served you guys. Don't whine me. My body is dead. Our womb is dead. Don't just whine me. You see, but because God was determined, hey, hey, God was determined. He went against this man's unbelief. And he shut his mouth so that he would not use his mouth to terminate what God was doing. God said, be done for a season. Be done for a season. Don't talk. I am Gabriel. I stand before the presence of God. I am your brother. I am a representation in the spirit of what you represent in the earth. You are a man of the presence on earth. And I came from the presence of God, representing God in the presence where you are standing to offer incense. I am an extension of you, though I exist in the spirit. I had to make an appearance because you are a man of the presence. You come into his presence. But this guy has so much been soaked into God that he has decided to leave that issue. The posture you see there, Reverend, is it's not the posture of unbelief. It's the posture of this is not a matter to be, to be spoken about. This is not a matter to discuss. I have gone beyond it. I have outgrown that trend. If God wants to do it or not, I mean, how will this be? I'm already old. You see, the posture of this guy is different from the posture of Abraham. Abraham's posture is, Lord, you have been saying you will give me a seed. I have not seen the seed. Share is this one of my servants in this house that will be my seed and he will inherit the promise that you have given to me. Right? So, so the posture of a believer, I, I mean, I've digressed. I'm bringing you back because there are four things I want you to be. To be mindful of in this season posture number one now to see we can run give me my scriptures i begin to tie up what i'm saying posture number one um just a minute please let me bring up let me go to my notes i was speaking from my spirit earlier um psalm 33 verse 19 posture number one psalms 33 verse 19 quickly christy uh, please let me know how many more minutes I have, Rev. You can just you can interject so that I know what I have left. Um, so deliver thy soul from death, 
and to keep them alive in famine. Kingdom culture, hear me this evening by the ears of faith and by the ear of the law. That in the midst of farming, one posture you must have is the posture of being alive in God. To deliver thy soul from death. You can read from, you know, I just isolated the scriptures for want of time. And keep them alive in famine. Reverend Israel, it doesn't matter what is going on come 2023. It doesn't matter what is happening now. Maybe there's dryness around some of our brethren. The scripture said, the Lord will keep us alive. We will be alive in him in the midst of recession. Somebody say, I'm alive in him. I'm alive in him. I'm alive in him. It doesn't matter what the economy of the world is saying. That is what you see in the ministry of Joseph. The Bible said, Reverend Israel, have you seen that scripture? That the scripture said, Joseph was in the prison and he prospered. For the Lord was with him. The presence of God kept him. It is the presence that made the difference. If I have found favor in your sight, show me your presence. In the midst of famine, we will enjoy divine access. What is the access? The presence of the Holy Spirit. Engineering things in the inside of us. The posture. I want you to please take this word seriously, my brothers. How I wish you can see my... You can feel how I the burning in my spirit. That in the midst of famine, we will be kept alive. We will not beg for bread. We will not beg for bread. We will not lack resources to keep up with our bills. We will not lack resources to even buy up things. Because in the days of famine, when everybody was crying famine, Joseph was buying up all the lands in Egypt. You know why? Because there was a superior wisdom that was given to him. I said to you, every time there is famine, it's because God is getting ready to announce. God is getting ready to expose. God is getting ready to bring new sets of influencers within the kingdom. So one posture is the posture of the Lord is able to keep me in this season. Father, here is the wood. Here is the knife. Where is the sacrifice? That was the question of Isaac. And Abraham said, let us go, son. The Lord will provide for himself. The Lord will provide for himself. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Whatever is not available is not needed. Whatever is not available is because it's not needed. If it's needed, you will not see shame. The Lord will bring it. There will be no rain. There will be no wind. But your vault shall be full. God will not bring you to the place of shame. So the Lord will help me. The Lord will not make me to see shame. He will set my face like a flint. He will not cause me to see shame. Why? Because in the midst of famine, he will keep me alive. I will outgrow the famine. The famine will go and I will be here. I will enjoy the provision of God. I will enjoy the, 
the, the duplicity of God's supply and mercy. I will enjoy the duplicity of God's grace and superfluous abundance because in the days of, 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 of recession, I will be alive. Men will die, but I will not die. Why? Because the Lord said so. If you are with me, say amen. And why will you have this? Because you will not be dull of hearing your ear when other people are tuning into the when there is the famine of the word. You will not have the famine of the word. How? Because morning by morning, the Lord waking at your ear to hear instructions. Morning by morning, the Lord waking at your ears to pick the vibrations and the frequency of His Spirit. So He instructs you in the way that you will go. How? He said, when you walk in the day, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way you are a led believer. Your life is being led. You are switched on by the operation of the Spirit. They that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The secret things belong to God, and the things that are revealed, they belong unto us and our children's children. For it is the honor, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It is the honor of kings to unveil it. And God says that you, you know, he conceals it, but yet it makes secrets known unto you, down to your children. The secret of the Lord are with them that love him. If you love on the Lord, you are make his word, you, 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 you embrace his word, you allow his word to train you, you allow his word to train you. I tell you the truth, in the midst of famine, you will be alive. When others are dying of, of dryness, when others are dying of starvation, when others are dying for liquidation, when others are proclaiming bankruptcy, you will be the ones buying up their company. Why? Because in the midst of famine, you are kept alive. Can somebody say amen? Now give me the next verse. It's in. I'm, 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 I'm almost winding down now. I, I just have four postures. And the next one is um, Psalms 37 verse 19. I hope somebody is getting blessed this night. Psalms 37 verse 19. Reverend Israel, there are two things that are said here in 19. He said they shall not be ashamed in the in the evil time number one one of the posture is that you know that you can never see shame and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied Oto, Oto, Abi, Lobato. number one i will not see shame there will be no yes. future on me come on there will be no for future whatsoever in my investment there will be no for future of whatsoever in everything that I embark on, they will not say to me, they are coming to reclaim the things I've paid for that I couldn't pay for. Huh? He said, you will not see shame. Ay. They shall not be ashamed in the day of evil time. What is evil time? Recession is evil time. He said, but in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. I want somebody to open his mouth and pray before I continue, that Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in this season and come 2023, whatever the forecast, whatever the economy of the world is saying, whatever the economy of the place where I'm domiciled is saying, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I shall be satisfied. I will be satisfied with bread. I'll be satisfied with wine. My fault shall be full. In the days, in the evil time, they, are, they shall not be ashamed. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. This is Austin reporting for duty, proclaiming and declaring that in the day of famine, 
in Nigeria and beyond Nigeria. I will operate beyond the economy of this country. I will operate beyond the economy, oh God, of where I'm planted in Lagos. My economy is the economy of heaven. I will not see shame. And in the name of Jesus, in the days of famine, I shall be satisfied. It is satisfaction that is my portion. Maximum satisfaction. I will not be stranded. I will not beg for bread. For since I was born, and now I am old, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. I will not beg for bread. I will not lack in the days of famine. I, Austin, and my household shall be satisfied. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a praise wherever you are. Give him praise. You will not beg for bread. I bet you, I bring the word of the Lord to you, that one of your posture is the posture of satisfaction. That one of your yes. posture should be the posture of satisfaction. Yes. That whatever happens in this Allah season, whatever happens, I am satisfied. I am satisfied. I am satisfied. So that's one of the posture. You know, farming, don't, don't, don't forget my, 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 my team this evening. It's farming. The posture mm. of the believer. Job chapter 5, verse 20. Job 5, verse 20. Job 5, verse 20. In famine, he shall redeem thee. You know the word redeem is a legal term. Redemption to buy back in famine, he shall redeem thee from death. You will not die, Reverend Israel. I see these scriptures as compass for prayers. Christy, I see this, 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 this scriptures as compass for prayers in preparing for 2023. He said, In famine, he shall redeem thee from death. The Lord will buy me back. I don't know what you have forfeited, but you will go back there and you will conquer. I cannot hear an amen, somebody. You will go back there and you will conquer it. In famine, he shall redeem thee from death and in war from the power of the sword. Whenever you come in, in collision with warfare, the sword will not pierce you. You will not be a victim of war because your, your battle is from victory unto victory. So in this day of famine, you will, re, you will be redeemed. I want somebody to open his mouth and pray that I am redeemed. In 2022 from now, up until December 2023 and beyond, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I'm redeemed from death. I am redeemed from death. I am redeemed in the name of Jesus. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. I am redeemed. O Rabadu Kumbrediya, Arada Badiya Dabosaya, Arade Malokumbariye, Adangle Bina Kubroni Safai, Abrondo Kumbrodo. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Now, Christy, just give me 22, and that's my final scripture for tonight, and I will hand over to my brother. I can see that time is fast spent. And he said, 22, he said, at destruction and at famine, that we love. 
Oh my, Reverend Israel, this is prophetic laughter. Yeah. This is when you laugh. When when they, when they tell you that you need to pay for your house and you say how much is that? They say it's hundred thousand, hundred thousand pounds. And then the man is looking at you and you are laughing. <laughs> and the guy is saying, What is fueling this boldness and audacity? Mm -hmm. You are not laughing because the money is in your account. No, you are laughing because the Lord has said it and it is settled. You yeah. know, there is this song in Nigeria, they say, God said it. I believe, I believe it. it. That, it. that is wrong. It is God said it. It is settled. I believe it. Because you, you, you believe it or not, the word of the Lord is fixed. So he said, For thou shalt be start, uh, uh, um, give me 22, at destruction and famine thou shalt laugh, neither shall thou be afraid of the beasts of the earth. So you will laugh. Somebody come on now. Say, I will be full of laughter. I will be, I will be full, full of, laughter. of laughter. I am expanding on the left. I'm expanding on the right. I'm yeah. expanding everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm coming into yeah. the season of expansion. Open your mouth and pray. In yes. the season in where the they say season. recession is coming, where they say they are printing more money, where they yes. say they are doing oh. this and that, your own portion is that everything about you will be on the laughter mood. Yes, Lord. The Lord bless you. Yes, These Lord. are the postures you must have. And the Lord keep you in Jesus' name. Reverend Israel, over to you, sir. Zele Korondes Kepredin de Rakurian Tabredosh Nahatikabai Le Kurian Days Gadadin Doro Osh Tapalietela. Shalin to come on, lift your hands, everybody. Let's begin to pray. Zika. Reverend Austin, don't, don't, don't disappear just yet, my brother. Man secretori ma ante kapaliete. Yes, I don't want to quickly use myself. Is that okay? All right, no problem. No problem. Ma si kopali kora kako sekete. Not a problem. Man zigredoj na bre korin de bre istabarie koli ananande. Come on, everybody, lift your voice and say, I will thrive in famine. I will thrive in famine. I will thrive. Man zebroko. When others say... That there is a casting down, I will be saying that there is a lifting up. When others are throwing in the towel, I will be picking up my trowel. Maria, trowel is a tool, an implement of digging. For the word of the Lord has tried me. And now my word has come now my word has come i will thrive come on tell him declare it now i will laugh at calamity i will laugh at calamity i will laugh at destruction le kopinikuraba zikelebo zaveduria mango di breketeliata jabo 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 reketi bahadila ne koraba sinetuka bidiliatila hadima hada 
Chrissy, give me Job chapter 5. Give me Job chapter 5. Le kumba si krenombra asike bredouj gabadi etoliaba. Atunanze vrekuria mambro otika pale konepre katika payeto. Ah, I'm from verse 15. Let's work from verse 15. Job chapter 5 from verse 15. The Bible says, But he saves the poor from the sword, from their mouth, and from the hand of the mighty. You see, the first thing the poor needs to be saved from is their own mouth. The first thing the poor needs to be saved from. Now, I know if you read the verses before, it's talking about a wicked, a group of wicked people and the analogy, or the, the, the assumption can be made that it's saying he'll save the poor from the mouth of these people. And that's true. But hear me. One of the first things God needs to save a poor man from is from his own mouth. Because calamity adjusts our language to line up with itself. In essence, your circumstances are infectious and they perpetuate a self-imprisonment cycle because you begin to think and speak and so when god wants to shift you out of a season he has to shift your declaration he has to shift your language i want you to open your mouth and say lord nakota save me from the sword and from my mouth and every evil mouth open your mouth and pray that my confession in this season my declaration will be as aligned with the will of god not as aligned with my circumstance he saves the poor from the sword from their mouth and from the hand of the mighty so the poor has hope and iniquity stops her mouth maroko father silence every mouth that speaks iniquity over me now verse 17 says behold happy is the man whom the lord corrects therefore despise not the chasing of the almighty there is a season where god begins to chasten and correct and adjust as we heard for he makes sore and he binds up see god will not permit your soreness if he will not bind you up who am i talking to god will not sign off on your affliction on your the bible says the the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be be revealed within us god will not sign off on those sufferings if there is not an economy to bind up he wounds and his hands make whole verse 19 he shall deliver you in six troubles yea in seven no evil shall touch you six is the number of man seven is the number of perfection god is saying whatever man has to bring whatever man has to cause whatever is a man's power to before you and even in the perfection of affliction no evil will touch us in famine he shall redeem us from death and in war from the power of the sword who am i talking to somebody we will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue verse 21 chrissy neither shall we be afraid of destruction when not if when not if when neither shall we be afraid of destruction when it comes not if when destruction will come calamity will come there will be a casting down around us but we will not be afraid why verse 22 at destruction and famine we shall laugh 
neither shall we be afraid of the beasts of the earth i taught for weeks earlier this year in at the gap about how the territorial power that governs every geographical territory when god opens your eyes to see the territorial powers that govern territories they usually appear as animalistic creatures beasts dragons lions bears tigers things of that nature that the, the, the ruling entities in the realm of the spirit principalities and powers almost always take on the features of a beast when god opens your eyes prophetically in the spirit the bible says that's why it says paul says i wrestled with beasts at ephesus they were territorial dominions that i had to contend with they were territorial powers that i had to contend with now the bible says we will not be afraid of the beasts of the earth who am i talking to somebody we will not be afraid of the territorial powers that govern nations and territories because we will laugh we will laugh at destruction and famine because we are outside their economy we are outside their jurisdiction we are outside the sphere of their control we can observe them as spectators but we are not it is not given unto them and for their activities the bible says no longer shall the rod of the wicked rest upon the lot of the righteous lest the righteous stretch forth his hand to put it forth in iniquity you shall be at in league with the stones of the field you build altars with stones and you build houses with stones those are the two things that stones were used for in biblical times altars and houses i said it this year this is the time for property yes with the interest rates at six and a half percent because we will buy it without mortgages are you hearing me supernatural property purchases are going to happen in this season and the beast of the field shall be at peace with thee thou shalt know that thy tabernacle thou shalt know see it doesn't just say you will be in peace it says you will know there will be an assurance that you will be in peace in peace thou shalt visit thy habitation and shalt not sin thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great you will know that you will be great thy seed what will proceed from you sons daughters both of the natural and the spiritual and thine offspring as the grass of the earth thou shalt come to thy grave nobody's permitted no nobody who i pastor is permitted to die before 80 after 80 we can discuss if you want to go early you feel you've done your job you know maybe you've you know you just want to go see jesus fine but at 79 days and 364 years you're not permitted thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age like a shock of corn comes in his season lo this means observe what i've just said we have searched it so it is this is not a prayer of hope so it is hear it and know thou it for thy good I'm going to pass the mic back to my brother to pronounce a blessing over us. But I want to say this real quick before we go there. Um, 
The Bible says, once God has spoken, twice we have heard. Power belongs to God. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is confirmed. I was at Northampton this afternoon or this morning. I went to preach for my sister, Bishop Julia Karen Bakur, uh, and, and my brother, Reverend Sidney. And I was driving down. I called Reverend Austin on my way there. I was about five minutes just to make sure that, you know, we were all good for tonight. But as I was driving, the journey took almost two hours, about an hour, 45 minutes. I said, Lord... I've been preaching at this church for almost 14 years now, my brother. Almost 14, about 13 years I've been preaching at the same church. I said, there's nothing I'm going to go and say that they've not probably heard me say before. I said, and if all they wanted me to do was come and to lead a Bible study, they could have, I could have done it on YouTube for them. I said, Lord, send me. I know they've sent for me. Now you send me. And the Lord put a word in my mouth. I came back this evening at about 6.20, 6.30. As I was getting ready to, to come to my study for my setup. Uh, I just have opened YouTube and there was a message there uh, that Bishop Bob Alonge was preaching today. Whom many of you know, uh, one of the, uh, the elder statesmen assigned to our house. And he was dealing with the same thing. Now, I preached at 10 a.m. in the morning. He was preaching at 5.36 in the evening. Reverend Austin has come and has repeated the exact almost same thing. Which is that there is a season of trying that has been initiated in the earth. And that like Joseph, a time has come where the glory that comes from the light affliction is to be made manifest light has come with glory and glory comes paul tells us by affliction and by sufferings the winds are shifting hear me and they don't need to shift externally the circumstances don't need to change for your experiences to change in essence god doesn't need to change what's happening around for him to give you exemption because the season of your light and his glory has come. I'm going to pass the mic back to my brother to pronounce a blessing over us. And when I say a blessing, I mean a prophetic blessing. I want you to pray. If you can pray in the, in the spirit while he's declaring, open your mouth and begin to pray. See, there, there are things that you don't just listen to. There are things that you must download in the spirit. So open your mouth and begin to download what is about to come as we receive a blessing from the Lord. Over to you, my brother. We give you glory. For oh God, you confirm your word, you, you establish your word in the midst of one or two witnesses. We thank you. Father, Lord, in the name that is above every other name, we have come, we have gathered as your sons and as your daughters. And we are coming to you, oh God, with our expectations. I decree, Father, your servant has said it. I totally believed it. And I totally, totally, oh God, submit myself to that utterance that in this season, oh God, we are coming to possess homes. 
miraculously in the name of Jesus Christ. We agree tonight that, Father, we will, we will embark on projects, and Lord, you will give us grace and the needed wisdom to accomplish and to fulfill those projects in the name of jesus christ we ask my father that the reign of your presence will be our portion in this season we will not be stranded as you have said that we will be satisfied in the means of famine we will be satisfied in the means of economic downturn that lord in the name of jesus christ you will open our eyes you will open our ears and you will teach us what to do in the name of jesus christ is there anyone going through one difficult situation or the other today as brothers today as sisters we strengthen that one we strengthen that people news we strengthen that we strengthen that us in the name of jesus christ is there anyone going through trying time is there anyone going through the season of dryness is there anyone crying and sobbing every night today we ask and we proclaim that your time of deliverance is now in the name of jesus christ that your time of deliverance is now for thou art my god oh lord command deliverance for jacob for the for the they, 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 they dwell that land they possess that land not by fighting they possess that land not by sword they possess not that land by their power they possess it by the help and the power and the presence of god i pray in the name of jesus christ that every part of your life receive an activation of divine help receive an activation of divine help that every part of your life today where you need help we ask that god will begin to accentuate himself in those areas of your life in the name of jesus christ i pray for you right now whatever you have begun that has stopped in the middle of the way whatever you begun that abruptly stopped right now let the strength of heaven come into reason and let there be performance, let there be performance in the name of jesus i decree to you today that you are moving from promise to, to fulfillment in the name of jesus christ i decree over somebody here specifically i decree over you specifically that you are moving from the promise of god you are moving from confirmation of god to the performance that which god has spoken over you let there be a performance let me see that believer for there shall be a performance and right now i speak move from confirmation move from the promise and come into performance in the name of jesus let there be a performance of every word of every of every encounter of every dream let there be a supernatural prophetic yeah. performance yeah. from this day let yeah. the earth align let the cosmos speak for you let nature align for your sake and let there be a performance of that which the lord has said to you hallelujah thank you everlasting father thank you strength to you in the name of jesus thank you i ask for fresh bread i ask for fresh corn and i ask for fresh wine 
over you. Let there be an outpouring of your grace and mercy over your life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. And amen. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we say, be it unto us according to the word of the Lord. We receive the law at your mouth. Let it be as you have spoken through the mouth of your servant. We say yes and amen. And Lord, we say blessed is he who has come in the name. Can we just stretch our hands virtually wherever you are, uh, especially those of you. And if you are at any of the cluster centers, uh, any of the party centers, uh, just just hold hands and, and agree a blessing over my brother tonight that as he has watered, he himself will be watered. Uh, I, I know that this has not been convenient. This is his end of year season. This is a time where he should be winding down from a very difficult year, but he's chosen to spend two more days with us before he goes off into the sunset. Father, let there be a refreshing. Starting from tonight, even between this session and tomorrow's session, Lord, let there be an ease, a, a flow of grace, a renewal of strength. Let his body, his mind, and his spirit be refreshed and restored. Let him be the first partaker of all that he has declared with no delay. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people, and shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Amen and amen Thank and amen. You so much. Bless Thank you, you, my so brother. Much. Thank you so, so, Please so much. Please make sure you invite someone tomorrow. I'll, I'll be sharing with us the things that the Lord is saying to me concerning 2023 more in depth tomorrow. Uh, I just have normally every year I call it um, 2023 in summary because it goes beyond the things we receive so um just to just for you to add and maybe you receive one or two confirmations we don't hold the things god is saying to us i don't mm. believe in that so um i'll just share with you the things god said to me um i mean it started at the equip conference in my um, in just when we had gideon's um, annual conference for the year and that was in october so god said a few things to me and then a recent time i was in makodi when God took me into a vision and I saw a couple of things. So the one that pertains to you and I, I will share tomorrow. The one that pertains to Nigeria, maybe uh, if God permits, I'll share also. But uh, the ones that I know that will be of great help and benefit to you, particularly if you are a, um, a five-folder in the, in the body of Christ or you have an assignment within the body of Christ. There are a couple of tributaries that God wants to give to us as Christians, as particularly as ministers of the gospel come 2023 so i'll, I'll just share those um, um as god permits and um when i share them tomorrow i will tell you where to get some of those resources uh, so that you can begin to um, plan to, to eat them one thing i can assure you is god wants to showcase christians mm. he wants to showcase christians from next year he wants amen. to showcase us amen. Amen. So we need to, we need to, i trust god for all times tomorrow to be able to communicate it to you in yes. jesus name thank you so much again yes. for having me 
thank you my brother and like he said tomorrow we're back at 7 p.m uk time and reverend austin will be ministering again and as you see let me let me, let me just say this right um there's many people out there today with cvs that don't match their experience um the people who when i hear their introductions or i read their bios i wonder is it is it the same person and well maybe 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 they are writing my brother maybe they're writing those bios in faith maybe they are saying this is who god says i will be in the future so we there's room for that but i i know for a fact that you know the current reality doesn't match what they wrote or what was said about them now when a uh when a when a sing when a when a person who sings tells you somebody else has a good voice you should listen right so yes sir. If a person who dresses well tells you somebody else dresses well you should listen so when a person with a proven prophetic track record calls somebody else a prophet you should listen and uh i think to the glory of god in all the humility pointing all the glory to him i think the man talking to you right now the man in red talking to you right now or is it purple i'm wearing has demonstrated over the years especially the last four or five years in public a flawless track record of when i say god says something in the prophetic so i'm telling you that this man is a prophet does that make sense in fact for me the prophetic is a a tributary of my calling for him it is the main river does that make sense so i am prophetic as a tributary my prophetic office is a necessary tributary of my primary calling but you are looking on the other side of the screen for me not this way right at a prophet in both office and function and so when he says he wants to declare what god has shown him for 2023 i want to hear you know i want to hear i i want to compare notes uh, with what god is showing me and i want to receive it uh, because i have no doubt that what will proceed from his mouth tomorrow is the word of the lord and so if a prophet in quote is excited to hear what tomorrow has to hold i i put it to you that you may want to be there tomorrow live and direct at 7 p.m this is not a bio warrior this is a true prophet of god with a clear track record of being a mouthpiece of the lord and of course on tuesday and wednesday our grand finale uh we are going to be live from the studio with uh my brother reverend gideon odoma uh, i am excited for this i believe that it is a is a god uh uh ordination we didn't realize that it was going to be possible until about a week ago or so when we realized that he's actually uh he actually has the schedule and the itinerary that will allow him be with us live so we've moved the last two days to in studio with reverend gideon he was i don't know if he still is he was in the comment the chat section tonight we love you my brother god bless you for spending time with us and i can't wait to see and hear what god has to share through him a couple of announcements real quick remember as we heard today at our sunday worship gathering that today was our last official sunday gathering for the year next sunday is christmas day there will be no christmas day service at kingdom culture officially instead i will be with reverend gideon uh, at the redeemed christian church of god in sheffield victory assembly uh pastored by my long-term uh, uh pastor pastor musabako 
So myself and my brother will be there on Sunday morning uh, with Reverend Gideon ministering at Redeemed Christian Church of God in Sheffield. For those of you not in Amman Sheffield, if you can get there, I strongly recommend that you come. If you can't, you can follow online, but there's always something different about being in the room. Uh, so we're going to be there together while he ministers. And so that will be, quote unquote, the replacement. Uh, we'll see if we can broadcast it on our YouTube platform for those of you our virtual family. And then on the 31st of December, uh, we will have a watch night service, uh, primarily out of the city of London, and then come back in the afternoon on Sunday, the first of the year, for the first Sunday worship gathering of the year. Also, on the 28th and 29th of December, I will be with Pastor Falao Laoye, who was the first guest minister this week. I will be with them in Liverpool. I've been there now for the last 15 years, 14 years, every single December. Uh, it's my honor, my privilege to be counted worthy to build with them. I'm going to be ministering at a special uh, two-day uh, section of their end-of-the-year retreat. It happens every year for the last 12 days of the year. This year it's virtual, but I'm going to be ministering in person uh, because I believe, and God confirmed it through him, I wasn't going to say anything, but the Lord told me very clearly a few weeks ago, and I was sharing it with some of you uh, in, in private, that I felt God was asking me to go to Liverpool. Uh, and I said, Lord, this is the first time in my life I would ever be telling the pastor, God wants me to come to your church, so I'm not going to do it. If it's your will, you will speak to him, and God did. And so we're going to have two special days in person, and I believe I'm going there on an assignment. If you can get to the city of Liverpool, Redeemed Christian Church of God, Love Assembly in Liverpool, please do so. If you can't, if we broadcast live, uh, we'll get the details, so as many of you as want to be a part of it. And finally, if you want to give tonight, you should want to give tonight. I haven't heard the word of the Lord. Uh, the details are on your screen. If you are a tither or a regular giver, or you're a member of our partnership scheme, uh, we, or, or you're a regular giver of some sort, we consider you a part of our partnership family, the Kingdom Builders. Uh, exciting times are ahead. We've been saying this since before the summit. Exciting times are ahead for every single person. Uh, we have instructions from God to be responsible for your prosperity in 2023. And I can't wait to begin to unveil what the Lord would have us do with you to bring you into the fullness of his blessing for your life see you at 7 p.m tomorrow god bless you take care bye bye
Yeah.